This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right now, there is no stopping the Cleveland Indians. Welcome to the Streak Podcast. In 2017, the Cleveland Indians went on an unprecedented record-setting 22-game winning streak. You may never see anything quite like this again. For the next three weeks, you can hear each game as it happened, night after night, on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. History continues to march on. On the Streak Podcast, we'll get the stories from the players, coaches, manager Terry Francona, and others from the voice of the tribe, Tom Hamilton and Jim Rosenhaus. Now, let's relive one of the greatest stretches of play in Indians and baseball history. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number 14 of The Streak. I'm Jim Rosenhaus, and along with the voice of the tribe, Tom Hamilton, we spent the last couple of weeks with one more to go, bringing you some of the great stories behind the Indians' 22-game win streak with those who are a big part of it. That streak coming at the tail end of the 2017 season. And our podcasts are coinciding with the radio broadcast of those games that are running right now on the Cleveland Clinic, Indians Radio Network, and Indians.com. Coming up shortly, we'll hear from current Indians outfielder Greg Allen. He hit his first major league home run in the game that was rebroadcast last night, win number 15 of the streak. It was the first record set during the streak as the Indians established a new franchise record with that win in Chicago, an 11-2 shellacking of the White Sox. The game was so typical of many during this streak. Great pitching, this time from Corey Kluber, and plenty of power beginning with Edwin Encarnacion in the first inning. Indians trying to have that bust-out inning early with Kluber on the hill tonight. Now the set. Now the pitch. Swung and blasted. Deep left field. At the wall, leaping. Delmonico can't make the catch. This ball's out of here. Into the White Sox bullpen. And he's done it again. Edwin Encarnacion with number 33. A three-run laser to the White Sox bullpen and left. And the Indians are blowing it open early and trying to remove any suspense in setting a new club record, 15 straight wins. Meanwhile, Kluber was cruising. Right now, Corey Kluber looks untouchable. 12 strikeouts, no walks, 7-2 Indians, sixth inning. Into the motion, Kluber's 1-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, got him with a hook. Kluber strikes out the side. 13 in the game for Corey Kluber. The Indians blasting the White Sox 7-2. Then Greg Allen, still in his first week in the major leagues, took care of a significant milestone. The pitch. Allen with a drive to deep left. Away, back and gone. How about that? The first major league home run for Greg Allen. Oh, did he put a charge into that one. 10-2 Indians. 
Oh, is this kid going to be something special? Thank you, Jonathan Lucroy. So the first major league homer for Greg Allen is a no doubt about a two-run bomb to left. And arguably the greatest trade in Cleveland Indians history, the one that didn't go through, thanks to the agent and Jonathan Lucroy. And another rookie, Eric Gonzalez, was also having a big night. He swings at this pitch and drives one to deep center. Long run for Angle. He's at the wall. It is gone. How about that? Eric Gonzalez has his first multi-homer game. Hit that one just to the right of center. And the Indians now lead it 11-2 and a career night for Eric Gonzalez. Two home runs and four RBIs. And it wasn't long before the Indians had a new franchise record in the bag. So Craig Breslow comes set. The 1-2 pitch. Strike three call. Ball game and Cleveland Indians history. For the first time in the long history of the Cleveland Indians, they have a 15-game winning streak. The longest in baseball in 15 years. And they decided it early tonight, routing the Chicago White Sox by a final score of 11-2. And if you're Greg Allen, what a night. First major league home run. Still haven't experienced a major league loss a week into your major league career. And for Allen, the call-up itself was unexpected as he filled us in when we caught up with him earlier this week. Yeah, to be honest, um, really didn't have my mind geared towards uh, that being my call-up year. Uh, at the time, was coming back off a handmade injury. Um, had missed about a month and a half, two months there, kind of right in the middle of the year. So uh, really my first focus was just kind of getting back on my feet, getting back to the team, and um, you know, just finishing up, playing some good baseball at the end of the year. And um, lo and behold, uh, was part of that September call-up uh, with Francisco Mejia. We both came up from that double-A team at the time. Um, and, and, you know, was just, was just happy and fortunate to be a part of that run. So you joined the team in Detroit, and, and the streaks, uh, I think it was about eight games in at that point. So at, nobody knew what was coming, but uh, the team was playing pretty good baseball. What were your first yeah. impressions of, of that ball club when you walked into that clubhouse? Um, I was just happy to be a part of it. Uh, you know, following the team, knowing the success that they had had, obviously the year before, making it to the World Series. Um, so knowing that there was obviously a whole lot of talent on that team, but to see him go through a stretch like that and to be a part of it, um, you know, I, that's something I may never have the chance to experience again. So, um, at the time, especially when you're, you know, first being called up, you're making your debut, um, you're in a new environment, you know, there's, there's, there's a whole lot going on around you, but, um, having a, having a moment to appreciate that time for what it was makes it even more special. And you were not alone. You mentioned Francisco Mejia, but, there were quite a few other players because of some injuries to regulars that, that had an opportunity to play, especially after the mm-hmm. September call-ups. And uh, did you guys kind of form a bond too, knowing that you were contributing to, to something pretty neat? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's one thing to kind of go through that process of making your debut and getting some opportunity um, on your own, but having the ability to do it, uh, you know, especially with a guy like Francisco, who I, who I played with for, you know, a number of years throughout the minor leagues, um, to be able to share something like that with him as well and a few of the other guys, it was uh, it was definitely fun. 
when you look back at, at that first week in the major leagues, uh, you hit your first home run on that road trip. I, th I think it was on that road trip in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it and, was. It was, yep. Yeah, so you get that out of the way. And it, did that, I mean, everyone wants to come in and contribute and, and be a part of something. Did that kind of uh, help you along confidence-wise, getting that out of the way and, and being a big part of it? Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, really, uh, you know, just, just wanted to do all I could to try and contribute. Um, understanding, again, just how uh, how that group was um, all throughout that lineup. I mean, guys are coming in and, um, you know, being able to make a big impression. So, again, just uh, having the ability to just kind of get my first hit, the first home run, things like that. Um, it was just, again, uh, just, just grateful to be a part of that. I think every young player maybe looks to to someone in that clubhouse to, to help them along, or maybe someone in that clubhouse uh, seeks you out to, to make sure that you're comfortable those first couple of days in the big leagues. Anybody off of that team that, that you remember that was especially helpful? Absolutely. I mean, there was, there was a handful of guys. Um, the veteran presences that, that we had um, all made it a whole lot easier, especially for the young guys coming in in such an environment, just to try and get as comfortable as we could. Um, obviously, there's a, 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 a certain culture and standard that they had set even in years past. Um, so understanding what that was, but guys like Michael Brantley, um, Austin Jackson, both outfielders, both veteran presences who have been around the game for quite a while and had um, quite a bit of, of success. So just having a chance to be around them and learn from them um, definitely helped. I think everybody has a, a great memory of win number 22 because of, of yeah. how it happened, walk-off fashion. Before we get to that, uh, were there any games that, that stuck out to you that were especially memorable prior to that one? Oh, man. Um, I mean, outside of just, you know, personal milestones or accolades, I think just all around. Actually, I think one of, one of the first few games that was – when I uh, was was called up, I think we were still in Detroit at the time, and um, I think uh, it was it was Jose Jose Ramirez. I think had a had a big game, and I, I was I wasn't playing at the time, so I was just on the bench watching. But I think he went like four for four with like two home runs and two doubles. And again, that's probably you know one one of my first few games just up at the big league level. But I remember sitting there watching, just thinking, you know, how good. Um, and how consistent, you know, you had to be in, in order to do some of the things that he was doing. So, all right, let's let's fast forward to that last game, the win number twenty-two. Uh, a lot of different players said that throughout the streak they knew they were going to win, and and this one, I mean, it went down to about as close as you can to <laughs> not winning without. Uh, what were your memories of that night? Where were you? And, um, in certain spots, and and what were your thoughts as things were getting late and the team was still trailing? Yeah, um, so I do remember that game pretty vividly, but as you mentioned, I mean, throughout that whole streak, I don't think there was ever a sense of panic, um, you know, that 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 the team had one way or another. Um, we always felt like we were going to be in a ball game and have a chance to win when it was all said and done. So, uh, obviously, understanding where kind of we were at in the season and kind of on the verge of history and, you know, how, how that was all mounting up until that point, but um, I think some of the things that I remember most of that game was just the overall atmosphere. Um, I mean, we were again probably in like mid-September at that point, had a pretty substantial lead on the division. Um, so not that the games weren't meaningful, but uh, just, just to see the, the, the amount of support that we got from the city and, you know, the stands were filled and 
um, for guys who had, who had had a chance to be in postseason play prior to that, they even made mention of the fact that, you know, some of those games toward the, towards the end of that streak at home um, reminded them of what it was like to, to be in a playoff game. So um, just having to experience that, you know, in walk-off fashion with the comeback, it was just uh, very special. And the next night the team finally loses – did you yes. ever think back? Do you ever think back in, in your case when the last time you lost a ball game was? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, so during that whole stretch, uh, I think the motto and the mentality wasn't really looking too far ahead or too far behind. Um, guys were just trying to take it one day at a time and play our best baseball that that day. Um, and then again, tackle tackle the next challenge when it came. So at the moment, you know, probably probably didn't realize exactly you know what i was having the the ability to experience but now looking back definitely i mean it's probably not many guys you can say at any point in time in their career they've been able to be on a team who went on a stretch like that and i thought i think it's interesting in talking to the players who are no longer in the game they they seem to really look back on it with a, a sense of appreciation whereas Absolutely. whereas those who are still going um you know they're still in their careers, so so maybe it's hard to look back sometimes on on some things that have happened. Um, how about you? I mean, is it something that that you think about much, or, or is it just something that maybe you look back on when it's all said and done? Um, I think even now, you know, as you mentioned, still still playing, uh, still kind of in the thick of things. Um, you definitely still have a certain appreciation for it. I'm sure that'll change um, as time goes on, as I get older, or even as my career comes to a close. Um, but I think the best part about it is, is that those are memories that you'll be able to hold on to forever. Um, not only with the guys that are still playing, but even the guys, even the guys that, um, are no longer in the game, but, you know, we're able to have an impact and an influence during that time. That's Indians outfielder, Greg Allen, still hoping to be a major part of the Indians if, and when we do get to play this summer. Now, if you're listening to this podcast on Tuesday, May the 19th, when it drops, don't forget to tune in tonight to the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network and Indians.com for game number 16 of the streak. And this time, the Indians are back home for the home stretch, so to speak, of the streak. They'll take on the Baltimore Orioles, and they'll try and continue the streak, which is currently at 15. That'll do it for this episode of The Streak. Thanks going out to Brian Matze and Bob Coates at iHeartMedia for their production help. Bart Swain and Court Berry Tripp from Indians PR. And also thanks to Greg Allen for stopping by. I'm Jim Rosenhouse. Thanks for taking the time to listen, and we'll talk to you next time on The Streak. The Indians' historical streak marches on. Thanks for listening to The Streak Podcast, the inside stories from one of the greatest stretches of play in Indians and baseball history. Your companion to the nightly game broadcast on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 